成功的秀。Hey, what's happening, everybody? Oh, that's not good. <laughs> you hear that whizzing, whizzing? Yeah, there's somebody pissing in my kitchen. That that buzzing noise is my space heater. My Dyson space heater. I wonder if turning it down. Hold on. That's no good either. You can still hear that. I'm gonna have to turn my heater off to do this podcast. That's how much I care about your delicate little ears. All right, here it goes. Well, now you can hear the dogs barking and the neighbor's cars running. <laughs> the neighbor's cars running. I just can't win when I record at home. I got to do these at、uh, Starburns. And there you hear my phone. Hey, I'm really prepared. Hey, everybody. I'm Steve. And、uh, what? All right, put my phone on vibrate in case something good happens. Case I win, case I win the lottery. It's just, it's just chaos here. You can hear the dogs barking. There's a truck that's been revving its engine for an hour. So I've been putting this off, but I can't put it off any any longer. Tomorrow's Wednesday. I have to have this turned in, and I don't have a lot of time tomorrow to record this.、Uh, so we're doing this. Almost 11 p.m. on Tuesday night, December 18th. Oh my God, Christmas is right around the corner. I have a stomachache. It's always fucking something. I went to Gelson's tonight on my way home, and I got a huge salad from the salad bar. Probably a mistake. And a, a, a large cup of no, it was just a medium-sized cup of turkey chili. Both were delicious. I wonder, can you eat? Listeners, leave some comments. Can you eat too much salad? Like, did I eat so much that it's just scraping its way through my intestines? Because that's what it feels like. It feels like something's trying to get out of my stomach, not in a vomit way, like I don't get nauseous, but like something scratching at my stomach. Kind of crampy. I wish I could just do one giant fart. <laughs> uh, that dog barking is gonna make me go insane. You guys might hear me go insane tonight. But I know with broccoli. I love broccoli; it's my favorite vegetable. And sometimes I go overboard, and I'll eat like a lot of broccoli. And、um, I notice when I do that, I get really bad stomach aches. I think part of it's gas. Some of it might be because it's so fibrous, and it's really scraping my stomach up. I don't know—is it fiber that does that, or is it the gas? Because I, I know broccoli causes gas. 
Either way, when I eat too much broccoli, I get really bad stomach cramps. So I got to go, uh, I got to go easy on the broccoli. Chopping broccoli. What are they doing out there? Don't these, it's cold outside. Why don't these people go indoors and just stop bugging the shit out of the neighbors? Um, Okay, so I finally have a great update about my personal trainer and the dog that sounds like it just got hit by a car. <laughs> nope, still barking. Um, so it's Tuesday. I had my first session with the personal trainer last week, uh, Friday. And I'm not going to lie, I woke up Friday morning and I was so insanely um, nervous. I think I mentioned this last time. Oh yeah, I might have a, a huge burp at some some point. I'll try and do it silently, but I think that's a, that might be my stomach problems. Oh yeah, chili. <laughs> um uh super nervous i mean i i mean i was like i had like a nervous stomach and like butterflies all day and i, I met with him at four o'clock on friday and uh went went into uh went into his gym he's got his own gym it's really amazing and um we did we did shoulders and triceps and my core, or we're trying to give me a core. <laughs> a core is something I am very lacking in. Um, really, oh my God, he destroyed me. He wrecked me for an hour. It's all we did. Shoulders, triceps, abdominals. My abdominals still hurt. Uh, <laughs> uh and it was funny because uh, I was like, boy, I guess I'm going to be really sore tomorrow, huh? Meaning Saturday. He's like, yeah, you'll be sore tomorrow. He goes, uh, you might even actually be worse on um, Sunday. He's like, sometimes it's two days later is the worst day. And he was so right. Oh, my God. I um, First of all, I woke up. <laughs> I woke up uh, Saturday morning, probably like six o'clock. I just woke up, kind of not wide awake. I was kind of slowly waking up. I think I had to go to the bathroom, and um, my arm was kind of just bent up on my my left arm was just kind of bent and on my stomach, had my hand on my stomach, and I went to straighten my arm. It hurt so bad. It felt like I had a broken elbow. Or just like right above the elbow. It was my tricep, my left tricep. Everything else, he was right, was sore. But what it was sore on a level that I expected it to be. I've, you know, I used to be very physically active and going to the gym. And I've done this before. And so I was expecting it. And it was exactly like I remembered. Except for my left tricep. It, it honestly felt bruised it felt like someone beat my arm with a hammer or a bat 
Like I could barely straighten it out. And this was Saturday morning the next day. This was like less than, you know, this wasn't even 24 hours later. And um, so I put some, you know, CBD oil on it. You know, I put some ice on it. I stretched a little bit. And as the day went on, it got a little bit better. But it was still like really weak. I went to a Christmas party Saturday night and I kind of had, it just kind of hurt to like, pick up a drink and lift it up to my, lift it up to my mouth. It was really painful. And um god damn it if he wasn't right. Sunday it was even worse. I, I it was insane. I had um Alexis come over and uh do some yoga with me to try and loosen everything up and it helped, you know, it helped a little bit. Monday uh yesterday I woke up I was finally feeling like limber and good, still sore, but like functional. I was like, okay, it's not an injury. Cause Saturday and Sunday, I was like, I might've broken. (laughs) I might've broken something. And, uh, no, it was, uh, just a sore tricep because I'm right-handed and, uh, never have much opportunity to, I guess, to work out my left, (laughs) my left tricep. Um, so Monday I woke up and I'm like, oh, cool. Just in time to go back to the goddamn gym. So I had session number two yesterday and we did, um, as he calls it, pushing and pulling. It was chest and back. Did all the pushing first, did, you know, all the stuff to work my chest and then all the pulling to work my back. He has some really awesome exercises. This guy's great. Um, and I'm sorry, I, I'm very tired. <laughs> I, I've been sleeping actually way better the past few days, which is good. Um, r- this was yesterday, and it really hurts to touch my chest. <laughs> my chest hurts so bad. Oh, um, but not in a bad way, not in a way that would prevent me from going back in tomorrow, which I'm doing, going in tomorrow to do legs. Um, and oddly enough, oh, this was the thing. Monday I woke up really depressed. Maybe it's seasonal thing. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm not working. I don't work during the the holidays, there's not work for actors and, um, uh, or just the usual, you know, I said, I've mentioned it on, on our podcast with Andy Richter about seasonal depression. I, I get seasonal depression. This is my bad time of the year. So I woke up Monday, um, got a good night's sleep, but woke up in the morning at, woke up at like nine and, um, just did not want to get off the couch. That's right. I slept on the couch. (laughs) That's the other thing. I'm going to go on a little tangent here. My bed broke and it's really weird. It's not a fat thing. It's a, I don't know what it is. I sat down on the edge of the bed on the side. I sleep on, if you're facing the bed, if you're standing at the foot of the bed and facing the bed, I sleep on the right-hand side always. 
So my bed has seen no action on the left side. So it should be the stronger side. Um, uh, a couple days ago, I sat down on the edge of the bed, on the corner of the bed, on the left side, and it just broke. Not the frame, but just like the the slats that hold the mattress up onto the frame. Just broke. And so now my bed slopes down to the bottom left side. Like I can't sleep on the bed like that. It's 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 insane. It's it's really frustrating. So the past few nights I've been sleeping on my couch, which luckily is giant. We've talked about this be we I've talked about this before. It's a huge couch. It is down, so um I've been doubling down on allergy medicine. Sorry. Yeah, there's the turkey chili. <laughs> I've been going crazy on the allergy medicine. It's been helping. I sound great right now. I have my headphones on and I'm very impressed with my voice. Um, not too nasally today. So that's a good thing. Um, so yeah, I've been sleeping on the couch and I need to buy a new bed frame. This is the second bed frame I've had for this bed. <coughs> it's a California King. <coughs> Excuse me. I get a California King because I'm six foot six. I'm a giant. It's just nice to be able to spread out on the bed and not have to worry. Um, so this bed has, you know, it's got the frame, the square frame, and then the, the slats that go from, you know, left to right, side to side, these slats, these wooden thin slats. And so there's a, another, like a crossbar that goes up the middle of the bed from the bottom to the top. And it's right in the middle to kind of give the slats some support. And under that bar are two wooden pegs, like legs uh, to hold up the, you know, the bed. Works great until I try moving my bed. This has happened twice, two different frames. I, If I slide my bed across the floor, because it's too heavy to lift, I can't lift it. I have to slide it. Uh, I feel like the, the legs in the middle take most of the weight and they just snap off. <coughs> so that bed sucks. The, the bed's great. The mattress is great. The frame sucks. Uh, did I talk about this last week? I know somebody made a comment about me saying I hurt my back. Oh boy. Hurting my back. It's like hurting my back twice. You're listening to me out loud try and trace my thoughts. Someone commented on how it was funny that I threw my back out, carrying my bed out to the curb, my old bed out to the curb as if it, oh yeah, it was, a, it was an ad. It, I, did, I think I mentioned this in an, in an ad. Boom, nailed it. Yep, it was an ad last week. So maybe my bed's been broken for a little bit longer. Um, it's been less than a week though, so who knows. Whatever, Steve, you, uh, you woke up depressed my <laughs> I need like ADD medicine or something. Um, 
So anyway, yeah, the bed's fucked. So, oh yeah, this is all because I woke up on the couch Monday morning. I woke up, did not want to get off the couch. I, I felt, I didn't feel so much depressed. It's just tired. It was really weird. I felt like I didn't sleep at all. And, um, and like, I kind of wanted to get up, but I felt like I needed to sleep more. So I literally, literally just laid on the couch with my eyes closed, trying to get back to sleep for two hours, couldn't sleep, woke up feeling just kind of groggy and gross and shitty. I was like, I don't, I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to do this today. I feel like shit. What if I'm sick? And I went in and he kicked my ass and, um, uh, it was fine. In fact, after I went to the gym, way more energy. I felt better. I felt good that I had gone in. I wasn't depressed. So let that be a lesson to you guys, to you guys. Um, exercise gives you energy. <laughs> we all know it. I've always known it, but who wants to exercise? It's tough to make yourself do it. But when I do it, holy moly, that, I like Monday, I was like, ooh, and I like left the gym, drove out to the valley and met some friends and did a fucking escape room last night. When they told me Sunday, I was like, yeah, I'll do it. I might be tired though, because I got to see my trainer. And I fully just figured all day Monday that I was going to end up bailing. But as soon as I saw, you know, had my workout, I felt great. I was like, I can't wait to go do this escape room. Um, so yeah, it's awesome. I, I'm glad I'm doing this. I don't feel bad at all. I feel sore, but in a good way, it's kind of like a soreness that con every time I move, I'm like, Oh, I'm sore because my muscle fibers are breaking down and rebuilding stronger and bigger. And, um, this is, uh, this is a great thing. And I, I, I feel proactive and better about myself. Uh, even though I'm in pain, um, I have no plans on not working out at the gym. I love it now. <clears throat> I say after all, I say after only two trips to the gym, <laughs> I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Tomorrow we're doing legs. My friend Dave, who saw, oh, I have a cut on my finger, really hurts. My friend Dave, who saw the same trainer, him and his wife, like a year ago. I've been telling him, you know, after each session, I text him. I'm like, hey, dude, I went and saw Grant today. He's like, what'd you work? What what muscles did you do? Uh, you know, I was like, oh, triceps, shoulders. He's like, oh. He's like, legs are going to be the worst. And then yesterday, I saw him. I actually saw him at the escape room. He's like, so how you feeling? I'm like, not bad. I, I go, I actually feel pretty good. I, I'm a little sore. And he, he goes, what'd you do today? I'm like, chest and back. He's like, he goes, dude. He goes, when you, uh, the second you leave the gym on Wednesday after you do legs, text me because I want to know. I want to hear it from your mouth how much pain you're in. <laughs> uh, so I, maybe I am a little bit nervous about tomorrow. Because I've always felt my legs were fairly strong. You know, I, I know my upper body is weak as hell. 
So I'm a little bit nervous. Also, yesterday with my trainer, he said, you know, we've been working out <clears throat> for like an hour each time. And uh, <laughs> yesterday he's like, all right, I'll see you Wednesday. We're going to do legs. Um, it'll probably be a shorter uh, session because you're going to be crippled pretty quickly. <laughs> like you, you're not going to be able to walk. <laughs> like you're going to be in a lot of pain. So now I'm um, very curious and a little concerned. <laughs> you guys will have to wait till next week to hear about that one, though. Um, and as far as dieting, that hasn't started yet. Because <laughs> Friday when I went in and met with him, he was like, um, okay, so we're starting your workout today. We're going to see how everything goes. We're going to see your weak points, and I'm going to maybe make a few adjustments over the next week. Uh, uh, and then he goes, um, now let's talk diet. He said, let's be honest. Would you rather wait until after the holidays to start this diet? I was like, well, I go... Whatever you think is best. I go, if you really think I should do it now, I'll do it now. I, I really just want to, you know, you're the you're honestly the boss. I know I hired you, but you are the boss as far as all this goes. You, you know it's best for me. <laughs> he goes, let's just uh, wait till after the holidays. Because <laughs> I think he knew I have very little willpower. And he's like, you know, this diet we're going to put you into ketosis, which uh, it'll take, you know, two weeks to get really into it to where your body's just eating its fat. And, uh, you know, the whole basis of this diet is a lot of protein, fiber, you know, vegetables and stuff. And um, no carbs, no sugar um, during the week. I don't get one cheat day. I get two cheat days. Saturday and Sunday will be my cheat days. Um, he's like, you can eat whatever you want. You probably won't want to <laughs> once you start eating well. Um, but you can eat sugar, whatever you want on those cheat days. And um, But the first two weeks, it's just straight protein, vegetables and stuff. He goes, you cannot have an ounce of sugar. You cannot have anything like a sip of coke he goes the second you i think i've mentioned this already in fact he goes the second you put sugar into your body uh, your body abandons burning fat and we need you to be seriously burning fat those first two weeks um and since it's the holidays he's like i know you probably have a bunch of you know christmas parties to go to christmas day christmas dinner with the family um I don't want you to slip up at all. So uh, let's just start after the holidays, which I thought was awesome. <laughs> um, and by the way, I'm not going batshit crazy. You know, Saturday I went to a Christmas party that had tons of like sweets and pies and cookies. And uh, I kind of was craving more like the, you know, the savory stuff, the, the meats and everything. 
a lot of crudite, a lot of vegetables. I actually, and it wasn't even like, you know, me trying to be good. It was just what I was craving at the time. So I, I, I'm, uh, I'm glad we did that though. Um, I, I honestly, as soon as he, he said it, I was like, I'm going to go crazy for the next couple weeks, you know, like dead man walking. I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm going to eat, just going to have Coca-Cola for every drink. And nah, I don't feel like that. <clears throat> But I thought I would. I, I just don't feel like it, though. And I kind of like the idea of easing into my diet. So, like, when it finally happens in January, I'll already be way into the workout. So, my body will kind of be craving protein, more protein and stuff, which he said will be normal. Um, so, hopefully, those first two weeks won't be too too bad. And he said I won't be hungry at all. This diet that he's planning for me has me eating a lot. Just like really great stuff. Anyway, I'm sure you're really stoked to have uh, heard about my diet for the pa and, and workout for the past 25 minutes. <laughs> I'm in a lot of pain. <laughs> like my pecs. I think that's what they call the muscles, your chest muscles, pecs, <laughs> pectorals, really hurt, especially right where they go up into your shoulder, like ooh, like right near the armpit. Oh, guys, you know, I want to talk about, about a week ago, I put on the Instagram feed, and by the way, I've been doing some updates in the Instagram stories after after workouts. I've been putting some stuff in there. In case you don't look at that kind of stuff, just know that I'll be doing, like, instead of talking about this on my regular Instagram, I'll be talking about it on the We're No Doctors Instagram stories and stuff. Because um, I just think it's a little more fitting. Um, but, oh yeah, that remind, that that's what reminded me. Uh, I posted a photo. I'm going to look at it right now. Oh, it hurts to lift. <laughs> it hurts to lift my phone. Um, oh, hold on. My trainer just emailed me. Oh. Uh, he said, how's your chest and back? And I'm writing effing sore. Um, I'm meeting with him at 4 p.m. Four is great. See ya tomorrow. Um, oh, fuck, now I forgot what I was talking about. Oh, okay, yeah, I was. I picked up my phone to check Instagram. I posted that photo that was going around online about the blood clot in that person's lung. There it is. When did I post this? December 6th. So almost two weeks ago. Oh, it's been almost two weeks. Oh, yeah. Last week was Little Esther. I did it when we, I did it uh, before that. Yeah, so there was this photo going around. It looks like a tree. 
like a weird core piece of coral or tree that you'd find on another planet, this bright red trunk with branches going out and it's a, um, a blood clot. It's blood that got into some guy's lung and hardened and kind of formed a cast of the inside of his, you know, bronchial tubes, uh, you know, his passages in his lungs. And it's gross and fascinating. And I'm not going to lie, kind of beautiful. This is like biology at its like weirdest. I've never seen anything like this. I posted on it and I was like, I bet it smells horrible. Um, and I'm not going to lie. I kind of want to know what that smells like. Um, I'm looking at the photo right now. It's fascinating. Um, and I do want to add, somebody posted that they have had blood clots and it's nothing to make fun of. I am 100% not making fun of this. I didn't post this to make fun of. I posted this because this is not something you see every day. Maybe some people did make some funny comments in the uh, comment section. But um, apparently the person did die who uh, had this blood clot. Not because of the blood clot. He was having heart problems. and uh, It was just a whole other issue. But um, it's still fascinating. This is science. I'm fascinated by every part of science. Um, blood clots, you know, tumors, everything. I'm fascinated. That's why I have this podcast. <clears throat> so I am in no way making fun of this kind of stuff. Um, I'm fascinated by it. And I'm glad, honestly, I'm glad I posted this photo because a bunch of people in the comments left their own comments saying, hey, it's not that uncommon. Do a Google search for, oh shit, what the hell is it called? Plastic bronchitis. I'm not going to rehash this on my Instagram. You've folks can uh, Google it yourself. Apparently a lot of you already know about this, but plastic bronchitis is the same, you know, uh, same uh, kind of issue where instead of blood, it's fluid, you know, like when you get a, when you get bronchitis, you get fluid in your lungs. When you get pneumonia, you get fluid in your lungs. And whatever the fluid is, it hardens, it kind of gels and forms a cast. So the plastic bronchitis photos that you see online are clearish. Like they look like they look like the same consistency of a glue stick. Like if you've ever seen a glue stick, just kind of milky um, and rubbery. They look like rubber. It kind of hardens like rubber, I assume. Um, I have to get my phone just is going crazy. I have to get a um, a pulmonary specialist. I got to start getting doctors on this show um, because this kind of stuff really needs its own uh, platform. I would love to just spend a whole episode talking about all things lungs, asthma, pneumonia. Um, lung cancer, everything. I'm just fascinated by all of it. I want to get, you know, 
an oncologist in to talk about cancer. I know I've had a few guests on Dan, you know, um, Dan and Greg were on to talk about their cancer, uh, um, stories and it's fascinating. I got to start having doctors on instead of just, uh, talking about my sore pecs. <laughs> oh, and they are sore. Oh, it's only been 32 minutes. I guess that means listener emails. Oh boy, it hurts. <laughs> um, trying to think if there's anything else that happened at my trainers. He's a good dude. He's smart, man. He knows his shit. I'm looking at the wrong email. Okay, we covered. Look, why, why do I get so much junk mail on the We're No Doctors um, Gmail account? I literally don't use it except to read your emails. You know, I get a lot of Twitter notifications, even though I have it set to get no notifications. I still get daily a bunch of stuff from Twitter. Like half this stuff as I'm scrolling is Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. And then just some random junk mails that I always unsubscribe to. And then boom, two days later, same company. Oh, I got it talk for a second about vertigo oh my god for the most part it hasn't been too bad lately but this was a first for me uh was it last night last night it was monday night it might have been sunday yes it was sunday night actually monday morning because i woke up at about five o'clock in the morning monday morning and um I went to bed feeling pretty good, uh, a little sore, obviously, drank a bunch of water, went to bed, had a dream that I was flying on an airplane and all of a sudden an engine went out on the plane and it was a big jet and it just started spinning, like barrel roll spinning and then facing down towards the ocean. We were over the ocean for some reason and it was just spinning like... Like just facing down and just spiraling as it was going down really fast. And it looked like in my dream the way things look like when I have the really bad uh, version of vertigo. Where it looks like the room is spinning. And I woke up from that dream with vertigo. Like I think I had a vertigo attack while I was asleep and it made its way into my dream. I don't think the dream caused the vertigo. I think the vertigo caused the dream. That's a first. I've never had that. Usually, you know, my really, really bad vertigo will be for me waking up, being already awake, and then rolling over, and it happens, or sitting up, and it happens. This was just... Oh. In my dream, I honestly, last night when I went to bed, was afraid to go to sleep. Sometimes when I have issues in my sleep, like vertigo or um, 
stuff like that, it um, makes me afraid to go to sleep. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. If you suffer from nightmares, you probably get that where you're like, you have a really bad nightmare one night and you're kind of nervous to go to sleep. I get that a lot now uh, with vertigo because it's something I, I'll get like after I've been laying down for a while and sit up or as I said, roll over. So it's just always, and I really do mean always, I go to bed at night tired and I feel good to lay down and rest my head and I get to a point where I can't fight it but a little it starts you know maybe half an hour or so before I go to bed I start to get this feeling of dread where I'm like is this gonna be is this gonna be one of those nights I just don't want it to be one of those nights and I get it really bad especially when I have something to do the next day and even more so the next morning like if I have to go shoot something and I have to be on set at 7 a.m. So I have to get up at like 5.30 in the morning. I'm just like, well, here we go. I'm going to, I'm going to gamble by going to bed and hopefully I wake up and make it to work. It's never actually kept me from getting to work. Knock on wood. Um, uh, I just don't want that day to ever come. I hope it never comes. Um, so yeah, I, I'm. Uh, I don't know if I've mentioned it before, but you know, full disclosure: Steve Ag is afraid to go to sleep most nights. <sighs> Once I get to sleep, I'm fine. And usually, if I have to wake up in the middle of the night for something, I'm so out of it that I'm not even thinking about the vertigo. So it's usually fine. Once I've gone to sleep. Because also, once I've gone to sleep, it's like, that's it. It's happening. It's out of my hands. Um, and I just gotta, I just gotta get that in my mind too before I go to bed and just not be afraid to go to sleep. But I know friends who, who suffer from night terrors and stuff and they have the same kind of dread before they go to sleep. They're like, like, fuck, am I going to go to bed and start screaming again? Screaming again? Uh, Mike Burbiglia. The comedian Mike Burbiglia has a mo- made a movie years ago, probably ten years ago. I think it's called Sleepwalk with Me. I think that's what it's called. Look it up. You should rent it. It's really good. It's based on his real life. He's a comedian and and uh, he suffers from. I don't know if it's night terrors. But it's a really severe sleepwalking disorder where it's like he has very vivid dreams that he acts out physically while he's sleeping. So if he's punching in his dreams, he will be punching in real life. He's married, so (laughs) he doesn't want to punch his wife in his sleep. He doesn't want to punch a desk lamp, you know, on the nightstand. Um, It's really... It's fascinating. It's a fascinating um, story. It's an amazing movie. It kind of all came to a head. And this is a true story. He was in a hotel somewhere on the second... I think he was on the second floor too. 
Maybe it was the first. I think it was the second, though. And he jumped through a window in his sleep. That's legit. That's real, man. That's some fucked up shit. And so he, every night, sleeps in a sleeping bag so he can't, like, get out. And he puts on these gloves. He sleeps in a sleeping bag. He zips it all the way up to his face like a mummy bag. You know one of those really cold weather sleeping bags like just your faces um, showing? And to prevent himself from unzipping it in his sleep, he puts on oven mitts. So he can't unzip it in his sleep. His hands are in mittens. So he has no use of his fingers. And that's every night. At least it was for a long time. I don't, I, you know, I don't know how that goes now. I haven't seen him in a long time. But um, it's an amazing movie. He's a great comedian. He's He's got, I think, a new special. Oh, no, he's on Broadway right now. He's doing a new show on Broadway. Check it out. Mike Berbiglia. I think it's called, I believe it's called Sleepwalk With Me. And, and let's go to the <laughs> emails. Boy, I can really go off on a tangent. Thank God, though. It's, it, by the way, did I mention it's freezing in my kitchen? Um, it's hardwood floors. It is cold. It is funny, though, because it'll get really cold at night here in Los Angeles. But then the next day it'll be like 75 degrees and wonderful. And a lot of times I'll, you know, because my house is all hardwood floors, it'll get really cold overnight and then it will just stay cold through like half the day. So I'll get up and I'll lay in bed and I'm just bundled up with covers over my face and like not wanting to get out of bed because it's so comfortable and warm and snuggly. And I'm like, oh, this is great so cold out and then I finally get up and I go to the bathroom and I have a space I have like a portable space heater on the floor of my bathroom because I won't turn the heat on anywhere else unless it gets really cold and uh, I don't want to waste gas and <laughs> I don't want to have a high gas bill and so but when I get up first thing in the morning to go pee I'll turn on the space heater in the bathroom and then I go back to bed and then you know when I get up later if you know, if I'm in a shower, if I'm going to sit on the toilet and poop, um, the bathroom would be nice and warm. I love that. I love like getting up, just kind of shivering and walking across the floor, feet cold. And then I get into my bathroom and it's just like 80 degrees. Oh, I love it. Um, I don't know where I was going with this. Oh yeah. It's cold in my kitchen. (laughs) Um, but what are you going to do? It, it's L.A. cold. It's not like Michigan cold. And my phone is frozen. That's cool. Why wouldn't it be frozen? I only want to read some emails. By the way, We're No Doctors live in San Francisco, January 17th, 8 p.m. at Cobb's Comedy Club. If you live in the area... Or just want to take a vacation and go to San Francisco, which is one of my favorite cities in the world. Do it that weekend. Come see our show. Tickets are selling really well. So uh, get them while you can. Busy is going to be back with me for that. 
you know, I don't know what her fate is with this podcast. It doesn't look great. <laughs> She's going full steam ahead with her show, which is awesome. That's uh, what she should be doing. Um, that shows a perfect fit with her. Um, but she, regardless of what happens, she will be there in San Francisco for the live episode with, as of now, our guest, uh, comedian Dana Gould. He was a writer producer on The Simpsons. He um, very funny comedian. He has a show on IFC called Stand Against Evil. Um, great dude. He's going to be our guest. I'm working on a couple, not a couple. I have another friend who lives up there who would be a great guest. And if we get her, it's going to be fantastic. But either way, it's going to be fantastic. Um, here's one. It's called Milk and Eggs. And it's junk mail. Great. Jesus Christ. Look at all these junk mails. What? what? Oh, it's because it's the holidays. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's one. This is just a guest suggestion. Not just. Not just. I mean, it's. Uh, I love hearing suggestions. Because I don't know other people's medical issues unless it's very public. Hey, Steve, thanks for reading my email. I was very excited on my drive this morning. Since I'm all caught up on your podcast, had to find another one as well. Oh, this is someone who has emailed us before. Um, since I'm all caught up in your podcast, had to find another one as well. I started listening to The Good Parts with Andy Grammer, and he had Dan Reynolds on from uh, Imagine Dragons. I like that band. And Dan mentioned being somewhat of an expert on dealing with butt pain. <laughs> he specified not lower back, but definitely butt pain. So sounds like there might be a story that, that would be fun to chat about on No Docs. I'm all down. I'm going to tell my producer to get on it. I uh, hope you feel better soon. Looking forward to another episode. I feel great. Thank you, Susan. Um. Oh, here's one. I think uh, I mentioned on my last solo podcast, which was two weeks ago, the issue with someone using dryer sheets downstairs that made my apartment stink so bad that I would have to leave. The subject line, this is from uh, someone named Margaret, and the subject is fix for dryer sheet smell in the apartment. Hi, Steve. Burn your apartment down. She, no, she didn't write that. Um, uh, hey, Steve. Hi, Steve. Love the podcast. Sorry to hear about your problem with the perfume from the dryer sheets. I'm sensitive to chemicals, so I definitely feel your pain. If you can't get that person to stop using the dryer sheets, I have an update on this, by the way. Uh, another fix is to use an air cleaner to remove the smell from your apartment. This isn't a cheap solution as good as as good air filters that will actually remove chemical smells are expensive. But it might also help with your allergies that kick up in your apartment, like from the mold, etc. And it can help if there is smoke in the air from forest fires. Uh, I just bought an air filter recommended by Deborah Lynn Dad, the queen of non-toxic and natural, who's been researching and recommending non-toxic products for 40 years. 
Here's what she uses and recommends that helped her tolerate the smoke from the campfire as she lives in Northern California. I don't think the above article shows her discount code, but if you put in Deborah 20, you get 20% discount, which is significant as this is a pricey unit. If if uh, the link in her article doesn't work to EnviroCleanse, just go to EnviroCleanse.com. I bought the one that has the UV light to kill microorganisms. That cost more, but I think uh, we have mold in our house since our roof leaked for two years. Oh boy. Uh, before the insurance would replace our roof and the water ran down inside the wall to the first floor and leaked in our kitchen. We don't have the money to rip open that wall and see if it has mold in it and then do mold remediation, which costs tens of thousands of dollars. Ugh. I'm just praying that the mold has dried out and dry, and died in our dry climate. So I got the unit with the UV that will also kill mold. I just got it a few days ago, so too soon to report on whether it's helping me. I bought it because my lungs have become more sensitive as I've gotten older, now 60 years old, and we now get a fair amount of smoke in the air in the summer in Colorado where I live. It's not, if it's not from a fire in Colorado, then it's from a fire west or northwest of Colorado, like Utah, California, or even from Canada. It's only going to get worse with climate change. We have a swamp cooler rather than air conditioning, so it's hard to keep the smoke out of our house. I put the air cleaner in my bedroom so that I can, so that at least I can have clean air at night when I'm sleeping. Uh, thank you, Margaret. Let me take a look at this link. Uh, oh, this is a whole article. I will have to read this later. Um, let me look at the other link. I want to see, see this actual EnviroCleanse. Oh, air cleaner. Oh, I thought you were talking about a an air purifier. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's an air purifier. I have an air purifier. I have a really good air purifier. Um, it does help with the dust, but um, some things just, it didn't help with the odor at all. It has not helped with the odor. And by the way, I, um, I sent an email or a text to the landlord and he sent out a massive email and... Um, Oh, no, he didn't. I, I sent him a text and I said, hey, man, and I explained the whole thing. And he's like, okay, as soon as I get home, I'll send an email out to everybody. And then it just, the person went downstairs and started another load of laundry and it just happened again and I couldn't wait. So I sent out an email to everybody in the building. <laughs> like I was just like, I don't want to be that guy, but I'm about to be that guy. I just sent a really long email going, I don't want to be this guy. I'm so sorry. I hope I'm not bothering anyone. I explained someone is doing laundry right now. And um, my apartment, which is directly upstairs from the laundry room, is uninhabitable. 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 I think that's right. <laughs> I have a really tongue twisty mouth. It's it's not good for speaking. I don't know what I'm doing with a podcast. <laughs> but I sent this out and I explained everything. I go, I only notice it when the dryer's going and it's really bad. 
And then, oddly enough, my other neighbor, my neighbor who lives directly upstairs from me on the second floor, so she's up a little further, but the um, the vent from the dryer is, you know, right out on the same wall. So the air goes up, and she re- replied going, I've been noticing it too. It's horrible. And the girl who lives next door to me, she wrote, she writes, I've been giving, getting whiffs of it too. It's really bad. So then I, I was at least able to uh, scratch three, two people out of the equation. <laughs> so I was like, okay, it's down to like five more people. Uh, and then I get a knock at the door like 10 minutes later. It's one of my neighbors and she's like, hey, she goes, I'm doing laundry right now. She goes, but I use unscented dryer sheets and she had them in her hand and she like I looked at them and they're like they're total hippy dippy like environmental dryer sheets they're like you know as environmentally friendly as you can get with dryer sheets it almost doesn't look like a dryer sheet um and she's like you ch- check it out if you want and I took one out and I, I took a huge whiff and it couldn't smell anything and I was like what's going on I go I'm not mad at you. I'm like, I just want to figure this out. That's really weird that these dryer sheets, because it's only in the dryer, I go, do you put anything else in there? She's like, oh, um, I I started using a new detergent. <laughs> and I go, I bet you that the detergent, this is so weird to me, but I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense. It's like, maybe the detergent, you know, soaks into the clothes obviously when you wash it and rinse it and um when you put them in the dryer it's like baking cookies you know like it doesn't really start to smell until the heat sets in and they start drying um and she's like okay i'm gonna go get it i'm gonna go buy new detergent and see if this helps and i was like please let me buy your new (laughs) detergent I go, if you just bought this new detergent, that's going to be a waste. I go, let me at least reimburse you. She's like, no, no, no. She was very cool about it. It's it just goes to show it's very, it's, it's so much better when you communicate with people rather than just, you know, for a couple of weeks, I've just been sitting in my apartment. Just as soon as that dryer goes on and I smell that, I'm like, fuck, who the fuck is doing, God, who is doing this? This is bullshit. This is uncool. How can they not smell this? This is insane. Just making myself sick and giving myself stomach issues. I'm like, this is why am I worried about this? Um, and then I sent out an email. I tried to be as nice, and uh, you know, found the culprit. And she's <laughs> probably the nicest neighbor in the building. She's like the nicest inhabitant. She's one of my favorites. She's super nice, and um, I think she got a new detergent because I haven't smelled it smelled it <laughs> smelt oh boy smelled it i haven't smelled it i haven't smelt it oh my god i haven't even smoked pot in forever and i'm already my brain just doesn't work um oh my god we're at almost an hour i can't believe we did it you guys i'll have another guest for net well let's see next week's christmas so 
it might be another repeat episode, although I'm going to try really hard to get another episode out um, that I can have them just kind of sit on and just release Wednesday night. Um, even if it's just me doing emails and stuff. Um, but I'm going to try and get a guess. I've got some good people lined up. <laughs> I, know, I know I keep saying that, but I did deliver with Esther. I thought she was great last week. And it wasn't, you know, even afterwards, after we stopped recording, we talked some more. She's got a, like a bunch of stuff to talk about. I'll, I would definitely love to have her back on the podcast. She's terrific. Um, so, yeah, uh, go to sfsketchfest.com uh, if you're interested or are going to be in San Francisco January 17th and would like to see myself and the elusive Busy Phillips on stage recording one of these live. Uh, look into tickets. We would love to have you. The more the merrier. And um, again, uh, no docs. <laughs> I have to look it up. I have so many like accounts. Um, boop. No docs podcast at gmail.com and it's n-o-d-o-c-s podcast at gmail.com if you have like just now guest suggestions medical issues uh if you can solve my problems <laughs> like the dryer sheet person just now um although i do have an air purifier but luckily i think we got the problem figured out um but I'm always going to talk about my problems. And if ever I say something and you're like, I know what he has. I know what he has. I know what he needs to try. And it's happened a lot on the podcast. And I appreciate all your emails. If you have any fixes for my problems, if you have problems of your own that you'd like to share, uh, send an email to nodocspodcast at gmail.com. I do read them all. I'm, I will eventually get to them all. It may take me a couple years. And I plan on doing this for at least a couple more years, so don't worry. Um, yeah, send an email. And um, so this is going to be out Thursday. So by the next podcast, it will have been Christmas. So I hope you guys have a safe and happy Christmas with friends or loved ones. Or, you know, if you're just uh, antisocial and want to get out and go to the beach or something, um, treat yourself to a day that you uh, would enjoy and um, have a happy Christmas or whatever it is you celebrate. Thanks guys. Bye. It's a good show. <laughs> <laughs>